Previously on Transformers University, we talked about how Transformers the movie changed the face of the franchise. And now we begin to look at how that was felt around the world. And we'll start in Europe, looking at the 1986 toy line, right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 68 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Bricali, owner-operator madman behind TFU.info, the Toy Archive, the YouTube channel, the social media, and, of course, this podcast. And today we are taking a look at the 1986 toy line as it appeared on the continent of Europe. Now, before I get into the toy line in Europe, I just want to, first off, thank everyone who has helped out the site, either using the Amazon links at tfu.info slash Amazon, or uh, joined us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Uh, we are so close to hitting our first goal on the Patreon, so uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can sign up and be part of it. For three bucks a month, you get some of our exclusive podcasts, including... The Battle Drive episode uh, I did last month, which uh, was the final piece of the Find Your Fate Junior uh, series to make it onto the show. So you can do that over at Patreon, patreon.com slash tfuinfo. And once again, thank you everyone who's signed up. I really do appreciate it. Now, going to Europe, uh, a few things we should talk about before we get into the toy line uh, proper. Uh, first off, I just want to kind of give you an idea where my research for this came from. So uh, the bulk of the research for this is off of uh, tfwiki.net uh, underneath uh, the header uh, The Transformers, which is the what they uh, refer to for G1. Uh, they kind of break down the European toy line on a page there. Uh, additionally, I supplemented some of this uh, with some of the great reporting and photographs by uh, our good friend Maz from TF Square One. Uh, so there's a few things uh, he has mentioned in his blog that uh, don't necessarily appear on the wiki, uh, so it's worth talking about there. And uh, lastly, uh, there's a great uh, catalog scan website, uh, Botch the Crab. Uh, you can just Google that up. Uh, he's got all of the uh, insert catalogs from the toys uh, from the U.S. and from Europe, and I think even from Japan. Uh, he's been doing it for almost probably longer than I've been doing uh, TFU.info, actually. So... Uh, check that out as well. So combining those three things, I've been able to deduce a few things on my own. And uh, let's start with the packaging. So the packaging uh, in Europe in 1986 dropped the Milton Bradley logo from them. Uh, these were now being put out by Hasbro in uh, just about every nation in Europe, uh, with the exception of Italy and Greece, and we'll get into those in a little bit. Additionally, uh, the language on the packaging, uh, since it's Europe and the packaging is usually multilingual, uh, the German language was dropped from the packaging in 1986. Now, for most of Europe, uh, the toy line broke down as such. Um, first off, in 86, Europe got uh, just about all the same mini-bots as the U.S., as far as we uh, know. They got Bumblebee and Hubcap, Outback and Swerve, Wheelie and Pipes, including the Pipes variant that is known as Puffer, which is uh, Huffer in blue uh, with a white body 
uh, like chest area and blue parts. And this is different than the IGA uh, Mexican puffer uh, that also exists. Another thing I've noticed uh, in the listing from uh, TF Wiki, Tailgate is not among the Autobots available in 1986. So I'm going to assume that Tailgate was not available in Europe. Uh, that That is strange, uh, really. Uh, but uh, until I can find a confirmation otherwise, we'll just say uh, he wasn't. Uh, additionally, from the Autobot side, uh, the Aerobots, Protectobots, Metroplex, and the Autobot Triple Changers were all available in 1986. Uh, of the Autobot cars, uh, Optimus Prime was available, as was Grapple, Hoist, and Trax, available in blue. Uh, Hound, Inferno, Red Alert, Sideswipe, Smokescreen, and Trailbreaker were all available, as were uh, the three cars from the movie line, the uh, Blur, Cup, and Hot Rod. Now, according to TF Wiki, uh, Ultra Magnus was not available until 1987. However, on Botch the Crab's website, uh, the 1986 catalog does show uh, Ultra Magnus offered, and he's listed as Autobot Leader. Again, uh, I find this very interesting, uh, and if you heard in our last episode, I feel like some of the pre-movie materials that might have been out there may have had Ultra Magnus as an upgraded form of Optimus Prime. Now, I don't have any confirmation for this. Um, This is purely speculation on my part. But uh, seeing him listed as Autobot leader, and and in the Find Your Fate Junior books we talked about last episode, he's often referred to as the greatest Autobot of them all, or the Autobot leader. Um, It just seems like it's a hard way to just drop Optimus Prime and then pile that on Magnus. Um which really makes me think that Ultra Magnus, at some point in that um, initial run or initial version of a, a script somewhere, was meant to be Optimus Prime. Uh, also of note, no Rodimus Prime available in 1986 in Europe. Now, for the Decepticon side of things. They had the Combaticons, the Stunticons, the Battle Chargers, and Octane all available in 1986. Uh, They also had the Constructicons available, and these were manufactured by CG, uh, the company that manufactured Transformers for uh, France uh, in previous years. And these are the yellow Constructicons uh, that many of you might have seen, and these are slightly different from the G2 yellow Constructicons and the... um, the late G1 European non-combining yellow Constructicons. These are combining. And the easiest way to tell them apart from all the other versions, the early 90s G1 European versions uh, don't combine. And the G2 versions do combine, but they also have Tampograph G2 symbols on them. Now, also available in Europe uh, via CG uh, were the Insecticons. And these were a little bit different in that they had... uh, an orange-ish, more orange-ish translucent chest and uh, yellow trim that that kind of went closer to orange. And according to Maz on TF Square One, this is very similar to a lot of the reissue Insecticons we've gotten over the years, whereas the original ones have kind of a bright yellow uh, on their trim. The reissue ones tend to uh, hue towards orange. Also available that year were Cyclonus and Scourge, However, Galvatron was not available according to TF Wiki, but he was, just like Ultra Magnus, shown in the catalog. 
uh, Trypticon was not available till 1987. And while TF Wiki doesn't mention Starscream being available, uh, Maz mentions that there were a handful of jets available in 86. And uh, those are uh, the Coneheads, Dirge, Thrust, and Ramjet, and Starscream. And these are different than uh, previous releases. Uh, these were all manufactured by CG. Uh, they feature black wheels and black landing gear and hard plastic nose cones along with lighter opaque canopies and it's interesting to note these here because uh, those kind of designs are very similar to what IGA did in Mexico and it does make me wonder that if the uh, toolings or somehow uh, the molds got passed back and forth uh, between Mexico and uh, CG in France uh, because that that notion of, of constructing them with the hard plastic nose cone uh, originates out of Mexico. And that's that's the entire line for uh, mainland Europe. Uh, there's really not much different otherwise. Heading over to Italy, uh, Gig would continue to produce transformers for the Italian market. And a couple of interesting notes here. Italy would receive Ultra Magnus and Trypticon before the rest of Europe, at least according to TF Wiki. And uh, we'll probably go over all the unique names uh, for Italy because it's it's kind of kind of cool, and some of these names do get used in uh, the Transformers toy line uh, years later. Uh, but for a personal story of mine, uh, my grandmother used to go to Italy to visit family uh, in Sicily uh, every year, every other year, and uh, she brought me back uh, an Italian version of Slingshot, the aerial bot, and. Uh, I always remember this because one, the packaging was in Italian. Uh, I still have the tech specs somewhere. And uh, two, it was just at the right time that she brought this one back for me because I had uh, I had Slingshot already and I had Metroplex. And the thing is, Metroplex has a feature on him where you can combine uh, Scramble City style limbs onto his shoulders or his knees. The thing is, unlike the main body figures like Silverbolt, where the shoulder joints rotate, Metroplexes does not. So, being a kid, I shoved uh, my slingshot into the shoulder of Metroplex and tried to turn him out to point. So, uh, you know, to point Superion's gun uh, off of his shoulder. It's very similar to what goes on with the War for Cybertron Siege line uh, at the moment. And not knowing that that shoulder uh, insert didn't rotate, I ended up twisting off Slingshot's head. So at home, I do have somewhere a very headless Slingshot. Um, and my grandmother came back with that one. Um, right around the same time. So it was perfect because then I had a new slingshot to actually play with and uh, put into my uh, Superion. Now, uh, the bulk of the 86 line in Italy were the combiners. And so that is the four, uh, the first four Scramble City combiners. And let's talk about the names because I think the names are interesting. Let's go through the aerial bots. Skydive was known as Log. Fireflight was known as Optor. Silverbolt was known as Radiant. Air Raid was known as Tornado. 
And Slingshot was known as Vertic uh, because he is a VTOL, vertical takeoff and landing jet. And Superion was available as a gift set, uh, was known as Pentajet, which means five jets. The Protectobots, uh, Defensor was known as Defensor and was available in a gift set. Groove was known as Chips, like the TV show Chips about the cops on the motorcycles. Um, Hotspot was known as Drago. Uh, this is post Rocky IV. Uh, Streetwise was known as Phantom. Blades was known as Racer. And First Aid was known as Serena. The Stunticons. Motormaster was known as Barracuda. Breakdown was known as Kaimano. Dead End was known as Cobra. Dragstrip was known as Iguana. Wild Rider was known as Squalo. And Menasaur, available as a gift set as well, was known as Pentacar, or Five Cars. The Combaticons. Brawl was known as Bomber. Swindle was called Crasher. Onslaught was called Destroyer. Huh, those are two Gobot names back-to-back, -back, right? Uh, Blastoff was known as Exploder. Vortex kept his name. And Bruticus, available as a gift set, was known as Multiforce, which is an interesting name because that will appear as a team name in Japan in a few years. Also of note here, the Predacons were available in 1986 in Italy, and I did not see them listed on TF Wiki as being available in the rest of Europe. Now, the Predacons uh, were named, uh, Dive Bomb was named Falcon, Rampage was named Felon, F-E-L-I-N, not F-E-L-O-N. Headstrong was known as Rhinox, another very important Transformers name down the line. Tantrum was known as Torox, which is another important name because Hasbro has used that name in place of Tantrum when they cannot get uh, the proper copyright for it. And Razorclaw was known as Xanar, Z-A-N-N-A-R. Trypticon was available and known as Trypticon. Cyclonus and Scourge were available. Cyclonus named as Cyclone and Scourge known as Sheriff. Ultra Magnus, as I mentioned earlier, was available and he was known as Convoy, furthering my idea that he might have been an upgraded Optimus Prime. And Metroplex was also available in Italy and he was known as Guardian. Huh, another Gobot's name, go figure. Finally, the nation of Greece. A company called El Greco uh, had a handful of Transformers releases that we can confirm uh, in this day and age. There may have been more, um, but just going off of TF Wiki's notes, uh, there were a handful of figures available via El Greco in the country of Greece. Uh, most of them were mini cars, uh, mini bots, I should say. Uh, Warpath, Beachcomber, Brawn, Huffer, Powerglide, Cosmos, and Sea Spray. Additionally, Devastator and Defensor were both available as gift sets. And that's it. That's uh, the bulk of the information I could find on the Transformers toy line in Europe in 1986. Uh, some neat little differences there. Uh, the CG stuff is really interesting. I really do recommend going Google uh, TF Square One. Uh, look for Maz's posts. He posts such great stuff about European Transformers. Uh, I cannot recommend him enough, and uh, he has been a big help uh, since the early days of TFU.info. That'll wrap up this episode. And of course, if you want to help 
tfu.info. If you want to help the Toy Archive, uh, yes, I'm still updating it. I mean, no, I'm like three years behind at the moment, but I'm catching up. Uh, we're putting it into the new design. We're getting there. Uh, but if you want to see what we're missing uh, from the beginning of the line through 2016, swing on by to tfu.info. Click on the uh, help of the page uh, portion of navigation. I think if you just go to uh, tfu.info slash help, it should take you right there. There's always stuff we need photos of. And if you own it and you want to take some photos, always a great way to help the site. Uh, in fact, Maz was one of my first really uh, big contributors early on. Uh, 17 years ago when tfu.info launched. That said, if you want to help the site in other ways, as I mentioned before, patreon.com slash tfuinfo for as little as a dollar a month, you can help out the site and help out this podcast. Of course, if you want to help out indirectly, uh, tfu.info slash Amazon. Use our Amazon links. Buy some stuff from Amazon. They'll kick back a a small percentage my way, and uh, all of that goes to helping the show and helping tfu.info. Finally, if you want to catch up with me, best way to do it's on Twitter, at tfu underscore info. But of course, you can catch me on Facebook, facebook.com slash tfuinfo, and instagram.com slash tfuinfo, and all those places I've been posting uh, my daily desk bot. I've been trying to be a little better about it. I kind of slacked off for a little bit, but uh, we're getting back into the swing of things. Uh, as we get into the uh, late portion of this summer. Finally, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tfuinfo. Uh, I post this podcast. I post our sister podcast, TFU News and Views. And I post a whole bunch of other stuff there uh, as I see fit. And uh, it's just a lot of good stuff on that uh, channel. And uh, I'm hoping to find some time to create a little bit more content for you there. Uh, but you want to be the first to know, just click on that subscribe and click on the, the bell so you can get alerts when I do update the channel and the videos. Lastly, if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcatcher, iTunes, Google Play, what is it, Google Music, Google Podcasts, they keep changing it. Uh, whatever the Google platform is for podcasts at the moment, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Stitcher, tune in radio um please subscribe and please leave us a review uh the reviews do help tremendously so if you're on itunes uh, a five-star review and a nice little comment always goes a long way and costs you nothing but a little bit of time and of course i want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this show and check out this podcast and all the other things that go along with being a part of the tfu.info family next time on the show, we are going once again by the numbers and breaking down the tech specs of the 1986 toy line. Uh, this should be a lot of fun. People really enjoy these episodes, and uh, we'll uh, we'll do it one more time. So, uh, so please join us for Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Brucalli, owner, operator, madman behind TFU.info. Until next time, see ya.